Hey, this is Tim Hunzey, partner of Parallel Music Publishing and board member of the Nashville Association of Independent Music Publishers. Thanks for listening to the Nashville Podcast. This episode of the Nashville Pubcast, we have Scott Hewerman, VP of Marketing at Bubble Up. We discuss cutting through the digital noise and building your brand. I think a lot of our listeners that uh, listen to the AIMP Pubcast are, are independent music publishers, and we're all developing artists. So my approach to you is to try to sum up why they need help on digital marketing, why it's important, because they're going to have a lot of questions. They have a lot of problems. And so uh, my first one typically is, how do you define digital marketing? I've talked to a few different people, but everyone kind of has a different definition. Do you have a definition of what you would call digital marketing? Um, digital marketing is marketing. There used to be a little ecosystem, I guess, back in the day where there was, you know, you had your traditional you know, ninety five percent of your people listen to stuff on radio, and then they went to the mall and got it at Sam Goody. <laughs> exactly. And then there was this other kind of smaller, non connected circle of people who were starting to be in chat rooms and things like that. Um, so there was a world where there was marketing and digital marketing. Now, digital marketing is marketing. Okay. Uh, digital is just is is just the tools. So I think to me, digital marketing is. Really, in the very traditional sense, defining your goal, coming up with a plan, executing that plan, measuring that plan, and, you have and then lots coming, of ways and to coming back that. around and doing it. So I try to keep it as, as high level as possible because the tools and the technology are always going to change. I, mean, I, used to, I used to think that it mattered what, um, what technology you're using for this or that, but it's not. You're, you're really, you know, what a what a handyman would say, you know, find the best tool for the job. But more importantly, have a goal and have a plan and use the best tool for the job. And helping our customers define a goal and figure out what they need help with is is what we try to start with. Because there, Jim Ed said a great thing. Jim Ed Norman, uh, who ran Warner Brothers, he said something in a meeting. And my wife uh, worked at Warner Brothers at the time, and we both remember it. He said, "You can do you can do anything you want to do. You just can't do everything you want to do." Wow, that's great. And it's so it, it's 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 so true. Well, there's a lot of it's overwhelming at times when because I, I told I grew up in publishing. I've been a good publisher. I know how to find talent, find develop talent, work with talents, help them get cuts. I've also been always uh, pretty much my entire career in artist development, but on the creative side, like helping them identify their songs, their sound, their look, put all that together. But where I where the what I didn't think I was going to become is a label, but now I'm a label, and so for me, in a general sense, it's. It is typically hard. I'll be honest. Like I, I have young artists in development right now. If I came to you, I'd basically say you're probably going to go, well, what's your goal? Well, I need to get him his single played out on the digital streaming services, and I need people to know it's there. There's my problem. So if I came to you and said, this is my problem, help me narrow this down and so I'm not doing everything, but I do what I need to do, what, what would be your first basis to, to, to approach somebody like myself? And tell me to help narrow that down and get my goal set. My my general idea is like, how can I help um, create an environment in which you can be successful? And that can look a bunch of different ways. But you know, we are in a in a very visual business where people 
when they hear about an artist or you put an artist out there, they're going to go check you out. They're going to check your socials out. They're going to look at your website. Um, they're going to Google you. So taking care of the basics of you know, your suite of, of creative assets, how you're presenting yourself, how those are all put together, because you are. You're going to be searched and judged very quickly. So make so sure they're all a, up to date. Having and a really, really real good, nice. solid setup. Um, find a way to get your music out into the world and do it the right way. Um, you know, find there's great distri- digital distribution companies out there that will help you. You know, the, the guys at TuneCore or the Orchard or, you know, they all do very well. And then really get together and come up with um, um, a realistic plan. So come up with a date you want to put your music out in the world and work back there and handle all the basics create an environment for success, um, push play, and then start filling things in, looking for opportunities, try to prioritize. Again, there's always more to do than there is time to do it. And so really come up with a plan and and, and execute it. Make sure it's realistic, make sure it's actionable, uh, make sure it's something that can be measured. Um, there's a lot of, you know, look for ways that you can um, grow your fan base, you know, email marketing, um, have a plan or a vision for merchandise, find ways to get on the road. So a lot of it straddles the world of traditional marketing and digital marketing. But what we get called on a lot is how can we use digital marketing as an effective tool? And I'm trying to figure out how can I use this digital marketing as an effective tool to get measurable results. Explain what you mean when you say measurable results. How can I put uh, $10 in in, – or hundred dollars in Facebook advertising and get you a thousand dollars of sales. Um, how can I put together a plan that um, will, you know, grow your socials to a, a goal amount for a reasonable amount? Of money? Tell people that are going to come see you, other than, and I just have music and this artist, and I just sit down and say, here, help. What can I do on my end to come to you better prepared to help you look at this and we become good partners in making this a good plan and uh, that works I, for both of us? You know, figuring out what you have, what resources do you have? You know, if, if somebody said, you know, if you have $5,000, which is, the, you know, how do you want to spend it? Have a vision for what you want to do and and do a few things well instead of trying to do a lot of things and also build in the ability to be flexible and build in the time to actually measure uh measure what you're doing and really i mean it sounds like a cop kind of a general cop-out answer but it also depends on what the artist wants to do you know some artists may have a built-in vehicle to be out there playing so how do we turn that um, that tour schedule into something that can um, grow socials or grow your email numbers. Some people are just really, really gifted. They have they've they've got a real sense for filming themselves and you know doing live video. So maybe that's something we should do um, do every week. 
you know, what's your, what's your network of influences? You know, people know people in this town. How can we take those and use it to the advantage? So it's really, I will say that every customer we work with is a different deal, what we do with them. There's, n- there's nothing that's really, really standard because it's really about meeting them where they are, where, what their assets are, where they want to go, how much runway they have, how much budget they have, um, what vision they have, and really just trying to make that a reality. So you guys set up now because, as I mentioned, a lot of us are coming in, and obviously we're going to be a little more budget conscious on the small indie level in the development game. I'm talking our goal, like typically in a publishing world, the goal is to to, to independently release some music on an artist to help build everything up, to comp- continue to build their story, to build their brand, so that a major will come in and want to take what we've built and take it down the, the field goal. Because again... I'm still a big believer. You can have quite an independent career and do very well and be super successful owning your stuff. But if you want to be a superstar, if you want to get to that that level, it still requires the infrastructure and the resources that the majors have to offer you. And so a lot of us, when we come to somebody like yourself at my level of development, is to try to get us, make it look good and keep moving down the goal of growing things. So are you guys scaled to work with the, the smaller companies with smaller budgets of probably probably realistically it would be between five i assume most of us come in between five and ten grand of wanting to try to help market and develop and and grow that product we do um we're we have a very entrepreneurial mindset um and so um we do best not necessarily on the size of the artists but with artists that have really have an entrepreneurial mindset and by entrepreneurial i don't mean small I think um, we work with everyone from Luke Bryan to Dirks Bentley to the Avid Brothers, all the way down to artists, um, a bunch of artists out of Texas that are doing really well. And they all have um, entrepreneurial things in mind, meaning they've been where they could farm out a lot of stuff to a third party. They're hand they're they're looking very seriously at the details of improving their. Uh, their uh, merchandising numbers, or they have a lot of in-house creative and things like that. So it's really um, it's really a match as far as philosophy that equals good relationship with customers um, that we have. I will say when it comes to one of the things that I think is always um, sort of um, not thought of as much when you're thinking about all the things you can do is taking the time to set up um, the environment where you can measure what's going on. So Spotify for artists, Apple for artists, um, learning how to read your tune core numbers, setting up your website so that you can measure 
the traffic you get from people who are searching for you. That's one of the great things. You can go in your website and go, um, how many people found me through search and what were they searching? And it's almost like what I look at is, uh, what I look at is it can drive you crazy, but if you just kind of keep the fire hose on and look at all that stuff, things will start to surface. Do you see any new tools coming up that, that, that you're kind of intrigued by down the road? Um, what really interests me is how fast that YouTube is becoming a mainstream uh, a, a mainstream media outlet, how it's becoming you know serious content. Believe me, I got like a 20-year-old 20, 20 son. I'm not talking about the stuff, you know, MMA and all that kind of stuff like that, but how quickly YouTube is becoming a very, very serious programming world. These guys that are doing podcasts, I guess YouTube and podcasts are the two things that are like really, really interesting to me. And like, where is it going to go? Is YouTube going to replace traditional TV? Thanks for listening to the Nashville AIMP Pubcast. For more information, check out AIMP.org or follow us at Nashville AIMP on Instagram. The Nashville AIMP would like to give a shout out to our sponsors, Jamber and SoundExchange. Jamber wants to know if you're looking for an easier way to capture song splits at the point of creation and organizing your catalog. Jamber is our podcast sponsor and they are offering listeners a first look at their songwriter and publisher apps that allow songwriters to collaborate when inspiration strikes. Go to jamber.com forward slash AIMP to sign up today. SoundExchange develops business solutions for the entire music industry. They collect and distribute royalties on behalf of more than 155,000 recording artists, master right owners, and music publishers. SoundExchange have paid out more than $5 billion in royalties. SXWorks serves the licensing administration needs of music publishers around the world and operates CMRRA which represents music publishers and administers mechanical rights for the majority of songs recorded, sold, and broadcast in Canada. We appreciate you listening to the Nashville Pubcast. Stay tuned for an all-new episode next week.